You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors on the first day of a new trading week, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as always on a Monday, I speak to Greg Davies, who's the head of wealth at Kratos Capital. Greg? I don't know how many more weeks I'm going to say this to you. The market's going sideways, doing nothing. How many more days? Well, like, how yeah, many more weeks? Yeah, it doesn't, I, if you had to say on average, it's sort of been going lower most of last week. We're down 160 today, but I hear what you're saying. There's no decisive break in any real direction. We are traveling sideways. The market has been just mo- you know, focused on that US 10-year, briefly touched five this afternoon, 4.8. Yeah. So that's something which we really haven't had to get our heads around since sort of 2007, 2008. I mean, some of the things which would expect to happen, for example, gold would be a bit weaker. Um, that had a nice run of the weekend, currently trading 1976. Um, yeah, so, you know, markets, as we've always said, thrive on certainty. And uh, there's a lot of uncertainty around. And nobody really wants to... to make a clear prediction which way the market's going. One day we've got resources, but then the banks, then the retailers, but no one really knows how the whole thing's going to play out at the end. No, they don't. That US 10-year has come off its peak. Uh, the yield, that is, is currently 4.88%, but still elevated. But, I mean, look back at the big long-term charts. This is nothing. This is good. I think it's good. I mean, pensioners and people that, that earn money from their deposits in the bank, they're doing rather well because the US inflation rate is below the US 10-year bond yield. So there's a real return there, which is something you can't say in the United Kingdom. You can say it in South Africa, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's that bad a deal. Greg, do you remember when we were working together, a company called Textainer, and people would say, right, I'm going to invest in this, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy a share of this container. It'll go around the world and I'll get some money in dollars and it's a rand hedge. And also there was some sort of tax break. Do you remember that? I think it was Trendcore and then it became Textainer and suddenly it's up 40% today. Do you remember? I do. And it's one of those, you know, sticks in your mind. And that story was probably very sound. I think there was a holding company as well, uh, mobile or something like that. But anyway, to be honest with you, that story broke this morning, uh, just after seven. I've got to be honest, I'd completely forgotten that the share was listed. I mean, I know it's my job to know these things, but the share hardly ever (laughs) traded. Yeah. And so you take it off, you take it off your radar, and lo and behold, Monday morning, out the blue, and the stock up forty-one percent. But for forty billion dollars, someone paid someone paid for a, tra- a stock that doesn't trade on the JSC Securities Exchange. That's a large amount of money. Yeah, it was really, a, really an eye popper, and something we haven't seen, you know, in the market. I should have managed for, for, for quite some time, and it wasn't really, you know, sometimes one gets a sniff of these things in the air, but it wasn't even mentioned. Okay, a couple of other announcements came out from two commodities, or rather two resources producers. One was Sassel, one was South32. That's all I can really glean from the Stock Exchange News Service today, those three companies that I've just mentioned. Anything with Sassel, South32? No? Yeah, Sassel, just a production update that came also around the same time, just past seven this morning. Share price basically not reacting, up around 80. It is a share that's sort of really in the ether at the moment, you know, with the oil price uh, being stronger. It is a favorite of the markets, everyone trying to, to buy the dips, and it's been a reasonable good investment uh, for, quite, for quite some time. Uh, South 32, not, not really reacting to that news. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know what else to say about, about the markets today in, in South Africa. I mean, it's quite nice to be quiet. What do you do on quiet days, Greg? Do you just read company reports? Do you go for a walk on the beach? What do you do? 
Don't be crazy. No, there's one which I did uh, did uh, catch the eye, and it's one I think we spoke briefly about last week with Pick and Pay had its results, and Mr. Summers had come in, and uh, the share price had been really hammered down. And interesting enough, today it's up eight percent. And really? you know, one doesn't, yeah, no one doesn't spread rumors, but I, well, I think the market's making this type of deduction. The company had become so cheap that perhaps one of its competitors in that space may be starting to get a smell around and see, you know, it's market cap of 13 billion. You know, it's got pretty good name in the market. It's, you know, it's got a lot of infrastructure all set up, you know, supply chains and all of that. And I suppose in a little way it would make sense for, for somebody to come and follow up. The Ackerman family still got 25%. So that might be a nice, elegant way for them to, to exit. But uh, as I say, market guessing just because of the way the share price moved. I don't think the Competition Commission would allow that to happen, but what would be more logical is for a foreign raider to come in, you know, like Walmart did with MassMart, etc., which was, uh, was, wasn't particularly a happy marriage. But there may be somebody in, in the UK, I mean, a Tesco's or something, that has a look at this and says, OK, South Africa's, South Africa's economy is at a, a low ebb. These things are very, very cheap historically. So let's let's have a look. Would that would make more sense, wouldn't it? International radar. Yes, and I mean these guys are specialists in turning businesses around. Uh, you know, and it's there's not all these lost situation. Um, I think it's probably a logistics problem. There are probably still a little hangovers from from the COVID time, but a weakness in management. But I think that kind of easily resolvable the issues. Um, I was quite bearish on the on the stock. Uh, the way it was trading post results uh, last week, and clients were ringing up. Don't you think we should be buying pick and play? And I was like, just let just relax. Let's see where it comes to. And I, I was wrong. There we go. Eight, up eight percent. Yeah, I know. But you know what? Tell you what. I've told you this story a million times when we've been down the pub, Greg, in the past. I said, an old wise trader, a boss of mine, said that when a market starts to get volatile, either at a very high level or a very low level, that means that people don't know what they're doing, they're positioning themselves, and there's going to be a change of trend. I wouldn't mind betting that pick and pay turns itself around. And whether it's because of corporate activity or just because it's just too low, I don't know. But it's definitely one to watch. Yeah, I do remember you telling that many many times, Lindsay. It's it sort of stood us both in good. <laughs> no, it's stood us both in good stead, and it's good that you reminded me because that's all we're seeing in a, in a couple of counters. This is the resource space, the gold space. You literally find the three platinum counters, the worst performers. Let's say, for example, today and tomorrow by Wednesday, the top three performers. So the market just it's just churning. It doesn't know where value is at the moment. And that's exactly what you're saying. Uncertainty at both the top and the bottom, and something's got to break either way. Hopefully. Let's have a look at the markets now, Greg, because the rand has changed its big figure. It keeps on doing it all the time. It's now got 18 in front of it. Dollar rand is 18.94. British pound against the rand is 23.14. Euro rand is 20.15. Euro dollar is 106.35, which is a gain of just over half a percent for the euro against the mighty US dollar. And the British pound is 122.20, which is a gain of the pound by nearly 0.6%. Commodities, the gold price down five to 1978, but it's had a good week or so of trading. The platinum price up seven to 905, very quiet. And palladium also pretty quiet, given its thin trading conditions. 11.32, up $23 per ounce. Now, let's move on to the energy complex, where Brent crude oil is down just over half a percent to 91.61. The West Texas crude variety 
is 87.33, which is down point, let's call it 0.9% weaker. Natural gas prices are up 1.4%. Other things, copper up half a percent. Not much else going on. That uh, US 10-year, I've already given you that price, but uh, it's 4.87% at the moment. The South African 10-year is 10.81%. And S&P 500 futures, it's down again. It's only down slightly, 0.2% to 4240, 4,240. But that's been depressive, depressingly weak over the last week or so. And what else have I got? Your favourite. Oh, you're doing well on your Bitcoin, Greg. 30,671, up 2.4%. Congratulations. I'm actually a little bit upset because you I was them. really hoping it would... No, I was hoping for it to come lower to buy some cheaper. You know, it's a pain trade. Why do you want to, put, you know why, why gonna... do you want to buy Bitcoin? Just tell me your rationale behind this trade. You're turning money into electricity, Linz. If you had a toothbrush and now it's an electric toothbrush, is it better? I'm making money into electricity, it's got to be better. I don't understand that argument. You, you don't explain it very well. You're talking about toothbrushes, yes. I'm talking about cryptocurrencies. I'm saying electricity is better than the real thing. We're taking cash, money, notes, putting it into electricity. Who, who even knows we've got this disappeared? I mean, the, the, let's say the Fed keeps on printing hundreds of billions of dollars to fund uh, wars in Iran. Sooner or later, it's going to have a little Zimbabwe feel. As soon as the petrodollar, in other words, the, you're only allowed to buy oil with dollars. As soon as that starts to change and then the dollar doesn't have that underlying foundation, then you can see the dollar start to weaken and something like a cryptocurrency will become, it will become clearer what it's used for as a protection of wealth well, everybody else is printing, uh, you know, fiat currency. There you've got something decentralized and your money safe and nobody knows you've got. I still don't understand the electricity and toothbrush thing. But anyway, you, you'll explain to <laughs> yeah, me. Over. Sorry, there was, there was a poor example. <laughs> you can tell me when we have a beer in Cape Town quite soon. Jolly good. Craig, on the individual movers, what have you got on your screen, which is far more sophisticated than mine? Yeah, I always, always like to look at the top 40. We did speak about pick and pay, which is obviously out the top 40. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the top performance, and maybe sort of in the sort of vein of pick and pay, you've got Clicks, Willies, uh, Pepco, ShopRite, all of those better. So perhaps, uh, you know, explain to us that there is money coming for the retail stocks. Um, on the downside, we spoke earlier, Impala Platins, that's down 5.7%. Anglo Gold, down 4.8%. Sabania, down 43 And then Goldfields, Oof. down 4%. Actually, Greg, I'm looking at that now, and I, I must admit, I've been a little bit lazy today, but I can see the bottom five on my screen are all diggers. I mean, your nickname is The Digger, but there's five diggers in the bottom part of the JSC performers. Impala Platinum, Anglo Gold Ashanti, DRD Gold, Sibania Stillwater, and Goldfields, all getting thumped. Surely at some stage these resources stocks are going to present some value. Please tell me they will. Well, Lindsay, well, I mean, I mean, I've been focused on Goldfields for, for, for the last week or so, and clients trading that quite actively, and did have a, a really good run. And then we sort of noted something, it's late yesterday, yesterday, uh, Friday afternoon, and but this morning, the gold price was doing legs up, but the shares stopped stopped running, it's sort of almost saying, well, we're fully priced. And now gold's pulled back a little bit, and gold fields, and when you know, gold shares give back gains, they give it back, you know, whatever they gained in five, they give it back in a half an hour in these type of markets. Yeah, okay. On the upside, I've got the same as you, Textana, Pick and Pay. 
or Lighthouse Capital, I don't know what that is, TFG and Sun International. What can we look forward to, Greg, apart from the UEFA Champions League later this week? Just a couple of little interesting ones which we haven't spoken about. I think we may have. Um, the stock called Renogen. Um, mm. It's kind of an interesting little proposition. A, a helium finds with it's been a little bit of market controversy. You've got your sort of sell, 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 uh, almost it's a cult, really. People that love it, love it, and people hate it, hate it. But it's got results coming out on Friday the 27th. So that's going to be interesting. I actually think there's a um, production update from Impala on Wednesday. Um, there's a little bit of noise out of the Fed uh, on the US side as well. It will be interesting. Okay. Give us the closing JSC indices, if you would, and also the all-important value traded and a live Wall Street, if you can. Well, uh, well let's let's start with the value, because that's on the easier-to-read screen. 12.6. So it's really, really that's concerning. Let's actually maybe just now take a look at the actual JSC share price. Yes, uh, JSC Limited. That must be suffering. Let's have a quick look. Do we have time for that? Um, of course we have. Yeah. It's down today, but I was just looking at some stats early. I think over the last two years, it's down about 30%, 91.20. 20. Mm. Um, just looking, did pay a dividend um, earlier this year of about seven rand. So uh, shareholders, most of which are sitting in, in Maud Street, um, paying themselves nice dividends and uh, all, all power to them. Um, mm. To today, uh, the JC All Share was down quarter of a percent at seventy thousand one hundred. Uh, industrials up zero point five percent, just over ten thousand. That index. Um, let's give you the resources because that's interesting. Down two point two percent at fifty five nine five three. The financials were better by zero point eight five percent at fifteen seven oh two. Okay, and uh, Wall Street. I've got the S and P five hundred futures. I don't know if you've got the down the S and P. It doesn't matter. Oh, sorry, down the Nasdaq. Doesn't matter if you haven't suddenly turned around uh, 0.3% higher uh, for the S&P 500. Didn't like having a look at 4200. It's now 4262.3% higher. Greg, thank you very much for your time this evening, as always. Uh, one day we're going to have a really, really exciting session because so much is going on. Uh, but the last three weeks have been particularly dull. But you've done your best to make it interesting. Thank you very much. Greg Davis is the Head of Wealth at Kratos Capital. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.